the creative part of ourselves is I think what we, what a lot of us shut off early on. We decide really early on we are not a singer, we are not an artist. Um, like, oh yeah, I can't paint, I can't draw, I can't sing, yeah. I can't play an instrument, or, you know, it's just time, you get sidetracked into something else um, that you decide is your strength and your talent. Um, I think we, that's the thing we let go first. Okay, hi everybody, and welcome to the Undo Anxiety Podcast. Uh, I'm Dr. John Duffy. I am your host, as always. And uh, today, I have the beautiful Julie Duffy with me. Hello, Mrs. Duffy. Hello. Um, we are going to introduce today a segment I like to call, What's Going On? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Julie, what's going on? Um, well. How are we going to help these people undo their undue anxiety? You know? Oh, boy. What's going uh, on with you? What's up? Um, what, are you, what are you up to these days? I am trying to finish a painting um, for my friend Susan, who's been so patient. What are you I'm, painting for Susan? Um, it's a, a floral, um, not abstract really, it's just kind of a mod, groovy, action-packed floral. That seems, that <laughs> seems right. It seems like the, what you'd see on the side of a, a cool VW van in 1973. Yeah. Let's yeah. go with that, so right? It's, yeah, it's different than anything I've ever done. I'm layering oils and acrylics and actually metallic acrylics. And so anyway, I'm, I'm still fussing with it, but I'm, it's starting to, it's starting to um, become something I like. And um, so, yeah, that's what I'm working on. Are you, are you um, happy with the process of it? Do you enjoy just the rhythm of painting? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I, I. It's um, I'm kind of still blown away. I don't really understand how I do it. <laughs> what do you, What do you mean? Um. I just don't. You know, I didn't know it was something I had an affinity for, and I. Um, so yeah, I I, I still kind of it still kind of blows my mind. <laughs> and the process, I I, I just have a. Um, I mean, I just kind of find my way. Sometimes I do a painting really fast. I just get in the zone and crank it out. And sometimes, um, like with this one, I, I like it at, in the beginning, and then I hate it for a while. <laughs> this one I totally would have scrapped if Susan didn't keep loving it and wanting it. Um, so thank you, Susan. And um, yeah, I, she's like, I know you'll find your way, which I knew I always do. I always do. Um, and I am. So, um, how long have you been painting? I can't remember. I know. Uh, it seems like, I mean, it's probably six or seven years. Yeah, really, every time like, flies. It always, it's probably a little bit more than that, but I started super late. I just decided to take a class, an oil class. And um, what? And before this moment when you started, you didn't know, just, just for the audiences, um, uh, sake, you didn't know you were good at this, right? You didn't know this was going to work out for you. No clue. I just wanted something to do, so I signed up for an, an oil class um, at the Lagrange Art League. Do you remember why you signed up? What made you think, like, okay, this is something I want to try? Um, I don't know. I guess. I mean, there must have been there must have been something calling my name. I was trying to think. Did I do it with anybody? I don't, I don't remember. remember. 
No, I don't remember either. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Anyway, I just, Jackie France, shout out, was my teacher. She was awesome. And um, I took her class like three or four times. And then I started painting with my friend Paula. We have a studio now together. Um, it's kind of fun because it's here. Yeah. So, so I have this little podcast studio. I have my office where I do therapy across the hall. And on the other side of the hall is Julie and Paula's studio. So I have this luxury of in between sessions, I can stop in there and kind of see progress on a painting. And it is unbelievable how you progress and how something that looks like it's not going to become a thing becomes a thing. Like I, I remember when you painted this truck for me that's above yeah. my desk, right? Uh -huh. And I remember asking like, do you think you could paint a truck? And I don't know if you remember this, but you said you didn't think that. No, I don't remember that. Oh yeah. You didn't, you were like, I don't think so. And then I remember, um, so the truck is black. So I took, we had this photo of this truck that's this old, cool, like 58, 59 Chevy pickup, really kick-ass truck, right? So I was like, I want this in my office, but I want Julie to paint it. So I go into your studio one day, and you're like, oh, I'm working on your truck. And the, the canvas is red. Oh, yeah. Uh, and do you remember that? Do you remember, like, I remember thinking, like, uh, that's not going to work out because the truck is black. But some you, you saw something. Yeah, so I just wanted to, yeah, I wanted to just paint the canvas a uh, you know, have it not be white. So I, I kind of looked at the, the, I went from a photograph of our friend's truck. Um, but what made and you the think? the color I saw underneath that I just wanted to pop through a little bit for, was this red, this kind of orangey red. And it turns out, you know, it's stunning how much the painting looks like the photograph, yeah. you know, and, and, and there's no red that, that anybody else would see. I, I'm, and I'm I fascinated by somebody who's good at, good at art in that way. Um, so you and I talk a lot about like people's creativity. And um, you make this argument pretty regularly that everybody has a lot of it. Not everybody taps it, but everybody has a lot of it. You think everybody could be a singer. I think you would argue that everybody could be an artist. Um, and this stuff was latent in you for decades because you didn't believe that you could do it, correct? Yeah, I mean, well, I think it's the thing that we create, you know, cr the creative, um, the creative part of ourselves is I think what we, what a lot of us shut off early on. We decide really early on we are not a singer, we are not an artist. Um, like, oh yeah, I can't paint, I can't draw, I can't sing, Yeah, I can't play an instrument. Um, and, you know, whether it's because your little brother or big brother or big sister or whatever told you to stop singing, you can't, you know, you can't carry a tune. Um, or, you know, it's just time you get s sidetracked into something else um, that you decide is your strength and your talent. Um, I think we that's the thing we let go first. That's why these... Um, I mean, it just popped into my head these paint, little paint storefronts, you know, where you can go in and everyone paints the same thing. Oh, like wine um, and paint thing? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I think you see how thrilled people are to go in and paint a painting and walk out. They feel so much pride and joy. Yeah. Um, and I just think that's tapping into something, you know, there's something there that we all want and need creative outlets. You know, I... I um 
as you know, I linger on anxiety a lot because it's something I think, honestly, we all carry around. And right now I'm thinking, boy, I wonder if part of it is holding in and retaining your creative energy. I wonder if that, you know, creates a lot of our anxiety, you know, because I think you're right. Like once you release some of that, like, you know, there aren't many times when I can picture trying to figure something out on the guitar where I was like freaking out and anxious ever. You know what I mean? I'm always like, oh, that's, that's music. You know, that sounds like music and that's awesome, you know? And, um, well, and also yeah. fear, you know, so, so we do these open mics. Um, a friend, Mary and I started this open mic in LaGrange, well, 10 years ago, right? Cause we've just had the 10 year anniversary. Yeah. Um, so John had just started playing guitar. Her husband was an amazing guitarist who hadn't played in a while. We kind of wanted to give them a reason to play, to practice. So we started this open mic. And, you know, what I noticed is, and for myself too, it's the first time I ever sang. Um, and I, you know, I was not bad at it. <laughs> but no, it was no, no. So, it was so, so ass on the line for everybody that participated, and a lot of people participated, but it was that aspect of it that made everybody feel so alive. So we're afraid to do certain things and afraid to go down certain paths, but in doing that, I think is, you could see, is when we feel most alive. I think that's right. So let me ask you to go back in time, though. You said, you said really, that was the first time you ever sang. That's not really true, oh. right? Go back, tell, tell us about, if you're up for it, Tell us about when you were a kid and the comment that you heard from some director, some adult. Oh, well, well, I was in plays and stuff when I was little. Um, well, one thing was that crushed me was <laughs> I was in this play and it was this little children's theater show and it was called Hair. H A R E. So, um, oh, you know, yes. that's a clever little a play on words. Hair, I see. But we all wore little bunny ears and we did these little vignettes and little skits. You were a bunny in the play when we met, like not long after that. I was a chicken. You? You, oh, you were a chicken. Bach right. the chicken, keeper of the eggs. That's right. Anyway. But it was called Get This Town a Hoppin'. Anywho, um, I remember the So director, you were in hair when I you were a little hair, kid. I was in hair. And so for a certain skit, the teacher was assigning parts. And I know she meant no harm, but you know, when you're a little girl, you want to be the princess or a flower mm -hmm. or, I mean, I mean, I did. I shouldn't say that. Some girl, I wanted <laughs> to be. Wow, political and, correctness yeah, just sorry. jumped yeah, out of you. You're like, <laughs> no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, no. The I mean, PC panic. I was hoping, I think, for um, the assignment of that type of a role, but instead, what she said was, and Julie, you're going to be the frog <laughs> because of your nice, deep, husky voice. And I, I had inst you know, instant tears, which I, you know, hid. I, I, I mean, I knew she wasn't trying to upset me, but it, it upset me immediately. What was, I mean, it, it, maybe it's obvious on the face of it. What was upsetting about that? You know, um, I didn't want to be the frog. Right. <laughs> I used to hate my voice when I would hear it recorded um, when I was little. I just thought I sounded like a boy. Yeah. I hated it. But I mean, a lot, I think a lot of people do when they hear their, they don't love their voice on tape. But um, 
Then I would try out, I tried out for a bunch of musicals and I didn't make it. And I thought, the, the shtick in my house was that I couldn't sing. Um, and it wasn't even mean. And again, like we all do this to each other, you know, um, that I couldn't carry a tune. I remember that was the, that was what I believed. Yep. And so when John and I, um, John and I met doing Second City classes. Which is uh, improv here improv in Chicago. Improv classes. Yeah. It's a year. It was a year-long program, and I remember that, you know, when I busted through that belief. So one night we were doing songs, and so we'd get up there, and the class members would assign us a, you know, your. Well, I got Betsy Ross at a flag burning, and I wasn't nervous. <laughs> I wasn't nervous at all. I remember I started doing a little dance, but I couldn't start singing. Oh, I, I just remember this. couldn't do it. Yep. Uh, so I sat down and I finally did go back up again. I actually don't remember what, what, what I was given or maybe I just tried that again. And I sang a song and it was like, um, and, and it went okay. And it was, and then I, I think I then I was cast in the in the Second City Children's Show and sang, and I think you know after that, um, I was free. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing, right? I mean, it's amazing how that might not have happened, in a way, right? You know, like the, the oh, harrowing, it's... scary part of that story is what if that never happened? Then you never find this thing, right? That that you actually are quite good at, and is part of kind of an integral part of who you are. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, improv um, allows you the opportunity to do a lot of things you wouldn't, you know, otherwise have. And certainly a year-long improv class, I mean, it's like group therapy. You, um, you know, it, the beginning part is all about breaking down our communication barriers. It makes so you're super vulnerable, but you really dig deep and learn a lot about yourselves and have amazing opportunities. And that was one of them. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think um, I did do I do do voiceovers. Um, and I actually remember Joe Joe Forsberg when we were at um, in Second City said to me one day she was shushing me <laughs> because I've also been shushed a lot in life because I have a, you got a big my voice, voice man. carries like I remember in the library in junior high your voice carries you know it's like just carries right throughout the building but um she said and by the way you know you could make millions of dollars with that voice so I've gotten you know it broke my heart the comments about my voice but um you know it it was noticed in other ways too but um, I think there's this thing now, a theme that I am drawn to about finding your voice, um, you know, literally and figuratively. Um, the, this, the open mic has, like we said, has gone on now for 10 years. Um, everyone is all in still. It just keeps growing. And now all of our kids are singing and playing and they're all amazing, right? It's it's um, the most fascinating thing to watch over time because some of these kids, first of all, their courage to get up in front of, 
you know, the neighborhood is so impressive. And when they were younger, so we've been doing this 10 years, the kids have probably been in it for about five of those years. And the kids usually go first earlier in the night. And so Julie and I, we try to get there early because we want to see these kids now. And so um, early on, some of the kids were like, kind of finding a style. They'd hammer on the guitar too hard. Their voices would be off key. And then the next open mic, you'd be like, huh, well, that sounds a little that sounds a little better. Like he or she's finding a little something. And then a year later when we do it, it's like, oh my God, that that's a sound. Straight that's up like awesome. they've yeah. got and and um, I can't think I'm trying to think through the kids. And so I cannot think of one where I wasn't like no. Kind of jaw dropped, like you know, like Julie and I tend to sit up front, and Julie in particular, like has, has oh, yeah, a very emotive face. Yeah. Um, but in in a way, I think what you love about that open mic, and what I love about it, is it gives all these people, adults and kids alike, but these kids in particular, this space to find that voice. I mean, and they really are courageous about like just getting up there and doing it, and. You know, well, some of them pretty... are whispering at first almost. Yeah. You can barely hear them. Some of them um, can play an instrument. Some of them can play two chords on a guitar, and that's it. And then um, with that courage comes this gift, and it, and it rises to a kid. I mean, wh- wh- I never really to thought about this to before. Some of them started isn't... out singing silly songs, you know, maybe a little rap with, the, you know, when the like a group of girls, you know, seven, eight years old. But... Most of them have taken up playing um, an instrument, yeah, singing. A lot of them are writing songs, and I just think it was a space. And you know, not a lot of families get together and do open mics, but um, it was a space and an opportunity and a reason to prepare and sing a song. And it is. Um, yeah, it's it's really important to I think everyone that's a part of it, and to a kid, they have found their beautiful, beautiful voice. You know, it, it makes me think it's so true. Beautiful. I mean, like I, I'm thinking of a couple kids in particular who um, will sing an Adele song, and it, it, completely different than Adele sings it, and it's like, oh God, that's gorgeous. Like her, she's amazing, and and I'm thinking of a boy in particular who found this killer style like that, that he and, and I'm kind of thinking there's nothing I wouldn't want to hear this kid try you know he kind of like Bruno Mars I always whenever I hear him I'm like I, I want to hear him play anything anything and um and this kid has that too it makes me think broadly about creativity because I'm getting like uh Right now, I feel like, man, I'd like to pick up the guitar as soon as we're done and play, so and you, I haven't been playing. That's right. You are an, you're an amazing guitar player. John is an amazing songwriter, like mind-blowing, um, coming-from-somewhere-else songwriter. Um, Literally, sometimes yeah, it feels like, yeah. you know, just like you say, you know, like your art. Um, it's interesting, the themes here. Like, this is... I find myself excited right now. Like we didn't, by the way, plan on talking Mm-mm. about creativity, Mm-mm. which Mm-mm. so it's kind of like cool to be creating something creative while we're talking about yeah. creativity. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, um, I it's interesting to remind yourself how critical that is to our well-being, just being creative, and we don't do it enough, you know, um, as broadly as a culture. 
And one thing, when, when you ask what's going on at the top of this thing, one thing that is going on that I see is sometimes when kids get creative, um, parents panic. Uh, yep. you know, and so instead of celebrating it, because uh, sometimes it's a different type of creativity. Well, say what, tell so a story. So specifically, about what you here, mean. here's here's the story that that comes up most frequently, and this is a story about not just one family I work with. This is a story of several families I work with. So Max come with GarageBand, which is the software we're recording on right now, and so a lot of kids can be makeshift DJs and rappers in the basement, like when they get their computer for school. <laughs> and so I'm working with these little white suburban dudes who are taking their shot at rapping. And every once in a while, somebody will bring their song into me. And I can think of, well, I can think of three or four times where I was like, damn, that's, that's great. Like, you've got something there, man. But w- one session in particular... I had a dad with me. This is years ago. Um, and he was panic-stricken, man, about his kid rapping. He's like, you know, who does he think he is? Like, he's not like... Doing, didn't you say it was like doing beats or something in the He's basement? doing beats. Oh, yeah. I go downstairs. <laughs> here's, here's, the, here's exactly the story. Thank you. Um, I go downstairs. He's supposed to be doing math homework. And he's got um, the headphones on, one ear covered, one ear not. And he's like bobbing his head and... Um, and he's, uh, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? He's like a junior in high school. He's a really smart kid. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm making these beats, Dad. I'm making loops and beats. It's, it's awesome. You want to hear? And Dad's like, no, I don't want to hear. You're, you've got the ACT coming up in a couple of weeks. You're supposed to be practicing yeah. math. And so think about, just pause and consider the blown parental opportunity there. Oh, Dad, do you want to hear the music I'm making? No. <laughs> I don't want right. to hear that. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, blown right, blown parental opportunity, blown um, like just encouraging that creative outlet in a kid who. So I assume this kid was having other struggles. So maybe this thing that doesn't look like what they should be focusing on when they should be studying for their ACT is what gives them a win and makes them feel like they've got something going on. And yeah. if you encourage that. It's going to feed everything else. I know I've heard of parents, you know, well, I took his guitar away. Hashtag Bruce Springsteen's dad, like, or whatever. Like, I I took his guitar away because he's getting a C in algebra, you know? And you're, you know, it's like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, yeah, parents, um, parents who are listening, take a cue from Bruce Springsteen's autobiography and about 18,000 parents I've known and worked with. Take something away if you have to, although I got to tell you, just between us, it tends not to work very well, so I wouldn't bother, but um, yeah, the sound is kind of weird now. Okay, I got it. Um, so take something away if you have to, but don't take anything creative away. Do not take an easel. Do not take a guitar. Do not take GarageBand. Encourage your kids to be creative and do something creative yourself. Like find that yeah. vein, man, right? I mean, so... Um, and because, if you want to uh, come to our open mics, just uh, write John at yeah. Dr. John, John G. Duffy at drjohnduffy.com. Yeah, you're welcome. If you're and in listen, the area, and we'll let you know. Yeah, we've got tuners. You, you know, we've got guitars. Yep. I, we have righties and lefties. I bring a lefty every time. So we'll have lefties there. You can come in. And there's a bunch of other instruments, too, including something called the, 
What's the one oh, that's almost revolting? Ca- What's a, the cajon? Cajon. Cajon, <laughs> which is right. Um, it, Shout and, out to Jack Serrano. <laughs> yeah, Jack Serrano. So, you know, and I remember asking him, well, if that's a cajon, what do you call two of them? Uh-huh. Baboom. Um, um, yeah, but, there's a lot of people playing. If which you just is, want to which show is, up and sing a song, you know the song you want to sing, you can just show up unrehearsed and someone will play with you and um, I'll play the tambourine. That is, so that's the throwdown right here yeah. is, is um, we dare you to make music. And if you're inclined, send it to me. <laughs> send it to me. Send me a file of your music and we will put it up on this podcast. Oh, hey, there you right? go. I mean, yeah. And if you have art that um, you want to create, um, I will post it on Instagram, on the podcast's Instagram account. And um, so if you, or if you have something you want to write, something you want to get out there, if you're a rapper, yeah. Let us know. Let us know. And um, and if you're just finding it now. Or if you want to do, I kind of like the, you know, the ass on the line aspect of of things. Like, whatever. what are you really afraid to do, but you really want to do? Like, if you, do you want to do stand-up comedy? Um, do you want to do improv? Um, you and, know, and what do you believe you can't do? Like, oh, that's not me. Do that. Do it. Try that. Because yeah. it's probably... Well, you know, if you really think about it, you know what you want, what you really want to try, or what you really think you might um, be good at. Just Wait. Stop. What? Stop. Pause. I want to... Uh, this is something that people sometimes say no to me about. Okay. I believe you're right. I believe that people know. I think people know what they really want okay. and who they really want to be and yeah. what their gifts are. People will often say to me... No, I have no idea. But I don't believe them. You know, like I think everybody has this latent dream and there's a little voice in their head that says, who do I think I am? That's not me. You know, some voice that might come from, you're right, a sibling long ago. Well, okay, just finish what you're saying. Well, I- and that's it. It's, it's really, I think that if you seek that voice, um, that and it's a vulnerable voice, and it might be really quiet in your head, like it was in Julie's that said, you know, like I think I might be a singer, but I was told to that I was going to be the frog, you know, like. Well, and I still, when you find yourself here, here's a cue. Well, okay, so I was going to play devil's advocate and say this. Um, it, maybe you don't know. Like I think there's a lot of pressure. Find just find your passion. Just find your passion, and then you'll be happy, and then you'll make money. They, you know, and I for the longest time like my passion. I don't know. I like hanging out with my friends. I like being with my husband. I like traveling. Like you know, what's that? You know, what's that going to get me? So, so okay, maybe you don't know. So just try something, and wait. What, what was I going to say? Shoot. Um, I don't know. I'll think of it. We're improvising. You you can. No, come I up know. With it. I right. know. I know. But it was... um, no, that that's that's the point though, right? Um, even if you feel like you don't know. Here's, here's, I'll give you my, I'll give you an example from my life. Um, I, when I was younger, I wanted to be on the radio so bad. This was, this was what I wanted more than anything else. And then for a very long time, um, that kind of disappeared from my thinking. And I think I just presumed, oh, that's never going to happen for me. You know, that's not, that's never going to be a thing that happens in my life. That's for other people. Um, and so I shut that voice down because it's too painful when you don't have what you want or you think it's never, ever going to happen and it's out of your reach. It's too painful to even consider it. So I shut it down. Wait, what, what, what exactly are you talking about? Being on the radio. Oh, right. And, and then 
And then the... Sorry, I was trying to remember my story. That oh, I no, no. But thanks for listening. <laughs> it's good to know that the person in the room is listening. Wait, wait, what listening. are you talking about? <laughs> What's happening over here? What? Julie turned her back on this? me, and she's, like, drawing on the wall. Um, I'm, just, I'm just telling the most heart-rending story of my life. So, And then, and then um, shout-out to Wendy Snyder um, and Jimmy McInerney, who are radio people in Chicago, like like legendary in my mind, you know, big deals. And they moved to basically right behind us. And um, we are sitting in a studio designed by Jimmy Mac to, to some extent. And I am regularly on Wendy's radio show. And it was, I remember the energy I felt when I realized who lived back there. I was oh, like, yeah. oh my God. I think they were there first. <laughs> they were there first, yeah. But, um, but, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to let that, that voice back in because, you know, effectively Wendy at one point texted me and said, hey, you want to come on the show on Wednesday? And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like that's the best thing I've ever been asked in my life. And it just happened on a text. So thank you, Wendy, um, you know, for that because that was in my mind a game changer and opened a door that I had closed and would we wouldn't be sitting here right now talking, I don't think, if I didn't reopen that door. Yeah, so Oh, were you here for that part, Julie? We <laughs> I thought I thought you took a potty break. <laughs> so yeah, so the upshot is um don't stop doing creative things and you know try something it's the thing that we cut out because um, we're too busy with work or um, we, you know, we put pressure on our kids for sure to pick a lane that we want them to excel at so that they can build up their resume and they can get into a good college and then they can get a good job, blah, 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 blah. And then, and then um, creativity gets strangled yeah. in the process, Oh, there's right? no time for that. I'm sorry. There's no time for, to take that class. There's no time to take the, you know, to be in choir. There's no time to take the singing class. There's no time to take guitar because, you know, they have to have the extra special... Um, coaching sessions, you know, and batting sessions or whatever. And if um, you hear your voice in that, like seriously, that is so, literally that turns my stomach. There's no time for that. That's so common. This is what we do. This is how culturally we roll. Yeah. So don't, and then don't say out loud that you aren't an artist, that you aren't a singer, um, you know, in front of your kids and don't tell them, I know we do it. We don't mean to do it. We don't mean to do it, but you know, we, we say, Oh, you know, she's our math. She's our math kid. You know, he's our creative. He's our singer. She's our artist. He's our, you know, we, we want to, we, and I think we think we're empowering them and also maybe saving them from, um, going, you know, doing something that they're not going to be the very, very, very best at, but, don't say what you aren't, and don't say what anybody else isn't. Let your, let your kid dance, whatever that yeah. means, right? Let yeah. your kid dance. Um, I think about um, the sibling element of that and our son. And, you know, like and George being an only child, he was relatively free of, well, entirely free of having somebody tell him, dude, that's Shut totally up. off key. Yeah. Shut up. You sound like an idiot or whatever. And so... George went from being a little, like, three-year-old who was, like, you know, singing like any little three-year-old does, and he's kind of, like, you know, shifting around to um, being the, an adult with a beautiful voice and um, remarkable, striking musical talent, you know? Um, 
that kind of frustrates me at times because of how deft he is at the guitar. <laughs> but but it's it's a joy to listen to, and um, and there are times when he's playing when I just deliberately shut down everything just to hear it, you know, because <laughs> it's like it's life itself. So yeah, don't quash that in yourself. Don't quash that in your kids. Um, Final thoughts, Julie, before we finish our What's Going On <laughs> podcast. Who knew? Um, no, it just, it just maybe um, next week, try something. Sign up for a class or decide you're going to sing a song or... Look at a YouTube video. It's going to show you mic. how to do it, whatever. Or, yeah, or make a YouTube video. <gasps> what? What? Um, or, you know, put something you painted or wrote, you know, put it out there. Um It'll probably make somebody happy. Um, and you have that gift. Every single one of us has some yeah, just share creative it. Do genius. It, share it. And don't say what you're not. Hey, that's where we're going to stop. So, <laughs> hey, you finished the podcast. Um, sign off for us. So um, this has been the Undo Anxiety Podcast. Um, people talking about stuff. Um, and sharing their stories. So, where, where can you hear the Undo Anxiety oh, Podcast? Oh, oh, um, on iTunes, Podbean, WGN Plus, and at drjohnduffy.com. And if you had an idea for a podcast or you wanted to be a guest on the podcast, where could you find Dr. John Duffy? Oh, you can email him at johngduffy at drjohnduffy.com. Okay. Julie, thank you. It's always fun. All right. right? Awesome. Yeah. All right. I love you. Love you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will talk to you next time. This is the Undo Anxiety Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>